Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And now, live from the Wallenberg Studios in the heart of Utah, the Wallenberg Radio Network is proud to bring you The Brian Wallenberg Show. The Brian Wallenberg Show. A conservative take on politics, news, and current events, and even things the other guys don't talk about. And now, here's your host, the award-winning broadcaster, Brian Wallenberg. Happy Daylight Savings Time to you. And welcome on back to another episode of the Brian Wallenberg Show, live here on the Wallenberg Radio Network, here once again to talk about news, politics, and current events, and yep, got lots of great stuff to talk about, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the election coming up, yes, got some breaking news on that, and uh, usually, well, we usually start off by talking about politics, but Today, we're going to start off a little different. Yes, we're going to talk about this worldwide toilet paper shortage. Have opinions on your favorite top news stories? Well, so does Brian. All of your news delivered like no one else. It's time for Brian's News Insights. In wake of this uh, coronavirus scare... That's uh, going on throughout America and throughout the world, rather, that, yes, you heard that right, we are experiencing a worldwide toilet paper shortage. Now, as crazy as that sounds, as you go into a Walmart or any other grocery store, and you go down the toilet paper aisle, and they're all empty everywhere. Uh, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and face masks. And I heard it's happening in other places of the world too, like in Australia. Um, really, we get to this point to where everybody's hoarding toilet paper, like we're going to have a big emergency and everything. I mean, I understand why people are doing it, but it's kind of unnecessary. Um... People are afraid that they're going to be stuck in their homes for weeks on end uh, because of the coronavirus. Well, it just so happens that the only people that have to stay in are people who have it. And it might be for a couple of weeks. And, you know, really the transfer of the coronavirus is if you, like, sneeze and it gets in the air right away or, you know... You, you know, it's not really the most transferable. And we don't have a major problem here in the United States with this. And everyone's telling us that hoarding toilet paper is going a bit far. And I agree. I agree. I mean, I just happen to have enough here at home. But what if I run out? I won't be able to buy any more toilet paper for a while because everyone's hoarding it. So, 
yes, in a way, we're talking about toilet paper. Yes, it's it's kind of funny, but it's really unnecessary. And uh, here in Utah, uh, there's the police reporting that in public restrooms, toilet paper is being stolen because the stores run out of it. And the stores run out of it because the manufacturers can't send it, can't make it and send it out fast enough. Because everyone's buying just so much all at once. Uh, people are blaming the stores while the stores don't have any control. The manufacturers can't get this out quick enough. Same thing with the hand sanitizers and face masks. So, yeah, police are reporting that uh, paper towels being stolen. Well, this one is from the Kaysville, Utah Police Department's public restroom. And uh, there's other restrooms, too, that apparently it's being stolen out of. So... The Kaysville Police Department made an unusual request last Friday asking the public to stop stealing uh, toilet paper from public restrooms. All the toilet paper was taken out of the Kaysville Police Department's public restrooms. And it's also quoted on here by them. For those of you preparing for the coronavirus, what is the need for hoarding all this toilet paper? And it's in a question mark. So, um, anyway, in preparation for uh, what is probably is supposedly going to be a huge outbreak, which is not really. See, we survived stuff like this before. We've had in recent years Ebola, uh, swine flu, uh, stuff like that, and it wasn't that big of a deal, and we got over it. You know, this coronavirus isn't going to be any different. Um, but in preparation that uh, we have states, and I'm going to use Utah as an example. Uh, this week, uh, Governor Gary Herbert of Utah declares a state of emergency. Uh, not that we have a problem in Utah because we don't have any problems out here with coronavirus in Utah yet. But the governor is declaring a state of emergency just to get ready and be prepared just in case we do have a problem. And I have an audio clip. It's a couple minutes long. I know it's uh, Utah, but it the message that Governor Herbert gives is beneficial for everyone. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, play this uh, quote from Governor Gary Herbert of Utah. Hello, I'm Governor Gary Herbert. Earlier today, I issued an executive order declaring a state of emergency due to the spread of novel coronavirus in our country. And I'd like to let you know that declaring a state of emergency does not indicate that our state is in distress, but we are in a state of readiness. Making this declaration simply opens up resources to Utahns and allows us in government to focus as seriously as possible on being prepared. In fact, we declare a state of emergency in advance of wildfire season every year. This enables us to have the necessary resources to respond when wildfires actually do break out. We're taking this step now so that we can prepare for a potential increased demand in our health services and resources and ensure that our state response systems are prepared to help when we see a diagnosis of COVID-19 in Utah. Emergency preparedness is a point of pride for many Utahns. This declaration is part of our state preparedness plan 
and comes at the unanimous recommendation of the Utah COVID-19 Community Task Force, which is led by my Lieutenant Governor, Spencer Cox. Declaring a state of emergency is a necessary legal step in order for us to tap into funding and resources that will help mitigate the spread of novel coronavirus. Thank you for your efforts to be educated on this issue. As more information becomes available about COVID-19, we will keep you updated at coronavirus.utah.gov. We encourage you to stay home if you are sick and remind you that the best thing you can do if you have symptoms that match COVID-19 is call your doctor. Not rush to an emergency room or urgent care facility. The majority of coronavirus cases are mild and more than likely the course of care won't change whether you have COVID-19 or another respiratory illness like the flu. We need to save urgent care resources for people who are experiencing severe symptoms. If you have a fever, cough, or shortness of breath and think you may have COVID-19, you can call the Utah Coronavirus Hotline at 1-800-456-7707. Thank you. All right, so the, uh, the governor made uh, some really good points about uh, you know what to do and and everything, which which is really good, and it's just it's not worth the big toilet paper hoarding spree that's going on out there. Uh, have a friend, uh, his name is Paul. He works in at a local radio station here in Utah, and he says that yeah, the media is being blamed for this uh, coronavirus scare. But then he also goes on to say on Facebook that the media never said go out and hoard toilet paper. That's what everybody seems to be doing on their own. So, yeah, I mean, this it is unnecessary. And uh, also in the news, President Trump has signed a funding bill. Now, this is a bipartisan bill passed uh, both houses of Congress with uh, bipartisan support. And uh, it's funding. It's three. I'm sorry, $8.3 billion in spending to fight the coronavirus. Uh, the president wanted $2 billion, but uh, Congress went ahead and gave him $8.3 billion. So we're signing the $8.3 billion. I asked for 2 and a half, and I got 8.3. And I'll take it. <laughs> Hey, you got more than you asked for. Great. Okay. So here we are, 8.3 billion. We're doing very well. But it's an unforeseen problem, not a problem. Came out of nowhere. But we're taking care of it. We have big news on the ship. A lot of things are happening on the ship. People are being tested right now. And I just spoke to the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. We had a good conversation. We're both working on the ship together. All right. So, yeah, uh, President Trump signed a bill for $8.3 billion in spending to fight the coronavirus. Anyway, it's time to take a break. I'll be back in one minute with some more great stories. And, yes, I got some updates on the election. Coming up next, uh, as my show continues, stick with me. Be right back.
You're listening to The Brian Wallenberg Show on the Wallenberg Radio Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Politics, news, and current events. We do that better than anyone. Great news stories. Great insights. You're listening to The Brian Wallenberg Show on the Wallenberg Radio Network. Near the end of my uh, program on the last episode of The Brian Wallenberg Show, mentioned that I had kind of a bad cold that I was fighting, but uh, I'm getting a lot better now. And no, I did not have COVID-19, so... Happy enough to report that. So, um, you know, but it's great. This uh, COVID-19, it's not going to be as big of a deal as a lot of people are making it out to be. So that's just one thing we want to do. But anyway, let's go ahead and continue on to the show and talk more about the election. Your voice, your vote. It's time now for election coverage. Democratic field is narrowing as we had three more Democrats drop out of the election this week. We have uh, Amy Klobuchar dropped out, Mike Bloomberg, and then uh, a few days later we had um, Elizabeth Warren drop out. We had all three of them drop out and... uh, yeah, it narrows it down. Of course, they all get this song. Another one buys the dust. Well, like three. Another one buys the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one buys the dust. Yeah. Well, like uh, another three gone. <laughs> okay, so the, what we have here is now we have it down to just Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. And... After Super Tuesday, those two guys seem to be the front runners. Now it's hard to determine which one is the actual front runner. Uh, they're both kind of neck and neck in the polls, and one day one of them's ahead, the other day is the other one ahead. But these two guys are going to be in it until uh, probably about June, when all the states have their primaries and caucuses, and the Democratic Party will narrow it down to one of them. Now, I have a friend that works on the Bernie Sanders Utah campaign. And Bernie Sanders actually told him that if he loses the Democratic nomination to Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders will re-enter the race as an independent and it'll be a three-party race, just like we did back in the 90s with Ross Perot. Um, Now, if Joe Biden loses to... 
Bernie Sanders for the nomination. Not too sure if Joe Biden will do the same. But there was talk long ago that Joe Biden may run as an independent and have Mitt Romney as his running mate. Oh, that's going to be heck. No matter how you look at that. So, but that's, uh, you know, normally I'd be a little worried that because usually you have a three-party race it doesn't favor the Republican so you think Donald Trump might have uh, some issues but those two guys I mean that's the best the Democratic Party has is Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders well they're in trouble I mean it's you know them two guys alone won't win enough electoral votes to give Trump any problems Trump should still easily get the two, 270 electoral votes needed to win the presidency. However, if something does happen where Trump doesn't get it, but the, the majority of the electoral votes are divided between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, even if Trump has the most, it's up to Congress to pick the next president. That would have me worried because the House is controlled by the Democrats. Um, so we don't know how that would work out. But uh, with those two losers, you know, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, I, I'm not worried for the president. And just kind of recap here. Okay, one of their front runners is Joe Biden. And this is the guy who thinks that uh, with a adding an extra child care credit would put 720 million women in the workforce. It's great for a racehorse. Why in God's name couldn't we provide a $8,000 tax credit for everybody who has child care costs? It would put, it would put 720 million, back, million women back in the workforce. Now, how is that? You know, I played this... Uh, Audio clip on a previous episode a while back. I mean, how is that even possible? There's only 300 million people in the country. How is a tax credit going to put 720 million women back in the workforce? His numbers doesn't add up. And he just rounds up all these numbers. Just like uh, Joe Biden also says that 150 million people died since 2002 in, with uh, gun violence. Our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. Once again, his numbers doesn't add up. He just shouts out whatever number he wants. And it's been all over social media that he's stumbling and stuttering and Stopping and everything. It just, you know, it's like, uh, it's like he doesn't know what he's saying. And I don't know. He just rambles on. It's like his mind is playing tricks on him. And he also fights with people at rallies. He just, if it's a Republican, conservative, and they ask him a challenging question, 
he has to like go off on him. Very important question. That's your son over there. He had a job and worked for a gas company that he had no experience with gas or nothing. You're selling access to the president just like he was. So you got a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has heard that. I see no. it on the TV. You see it that's on the TV. I no, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and and, and no, let, 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 let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's Oh, wow. Oh, wow. See, you just see, this is the kind of person that Joe Biden is. And that's one of the front runners. You know, so whenever there's a Republican that does anything challenging, ask a challenging question. He has to insult him, just like when he called this one young lady, I think it was out of college, calls her a lying dog face pony soldier. In this race, you've been the vice president. You weren't burdened down by the impeachment trials. So how, in the participation, so how do you explain the performance in Iowa and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? It's a good question. Number one, I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a blind dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were. Now you gotta be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh man, that's just. Yeah, I mean the uh, Democrats say the President Trump is not mentally fit to be president, but. Don't you think that Joe Biden might not be mentally fit to be president? Uh, this guy's crazy, but okay, that's enough about him. Uh, time to take a break. Got some more actual great stories, positive stories, coming up in one minute after my break. And I'll be back as my show continues. Stick with me. You're listening to The Brian Wallenberg Show on the Wallenberg Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Politics, news, and current events. We do that better than anyone. Great news stories. Great insights. You're listening to The Brian Wallenberg Show on the Wallenberg Radio Network. And welcome on back. And hope everyone's doing great. I hope my voice sounds okay. Like I said, I was getting over a cold. So I was wondering if I was able to to do a show in the way I was a few days ago. But like I said, gratefully, no COVID-19. So that's great news here. So, 
But my voice does sound a little different than normal. Well, that's why I'm just getting over cold. So anyway, let's uh, continue on with the program. Talk about our next story. The mainstream media is full of fake news. Can't tell what's fake or not? Well, Brian is here to expose it on That's Fake News. All right, and I wanted to touch on this uh, story um, as we're talking about fake news here. That uh, the Trump campaign sues CNN over false and defamatory statements and seeks millions of dollars in damages. Um, Now, we know that uh, politically everybody attacks everybody and uh, most of the mainstream media, mainly NBC and CNN, they're just full of fake news. They just... It's just... uh, They'll do anything to deform the president and the Republican Party and lies just because they want their friendly Democrats to win. Uh, but yeah, President Trump's re-election campaign filed a little lawsuit against CNN on Friday for publishing false and defamatory statements about seeking Russia's help in the 2020 election because they're saying that the president is seeking Russia's help for the 2020 election, and that's not true. Okay, and they don't have any proof of that. And, um, you know, a lot of times I'm against kind of, you know, whiny lawsuits. But, you know, I think the president, well, the president's reelection committee has a case. And I, I think they should. They should send the message. You see, this is why I like this one. Because they need to send a message to the uh, mainstream media and let them know that fake news is not okay. Really, I mean, it's just, it's not okay, and they need to be held accountable for when they do this kind of stuff. So, the complaint alleges CNN was aware of the falsity at the time it published them, but, you know, it did so for the intentional purpose of hurting the campaign while misleading its own leaders in the process. The campaign filed this week uh, for this lawsuit against CNN and the Proceeding suits against the New York Times and the Washington Post to hold the publishers accountable for their reckless false reporting and also to establish the truth. And that's what we want to get to. We want to get to the truth. So, like I said, normally I am against weird things, but, or, you know, whiny lawsuits, but there's a time when you need to take a stand and to issue what's right uh anyway let's uh continue on now to our next story people do a lot of things that are just too hard to believe so we've prepared this segment called seriously you've got to be kidding me okay as we're well as long as we're talking about the re-election of uh president donald trump that uh, there's a labor union unveils $150 million campaign to help defeat President Trump. Now, I'm just wondering why the heck are they doing this? So, one of the nation's largest labor unions is unveiling plans to invest $150 million in a nationwide campaign to help defeat President Donald Trump. 
Now, personally, I don't know why they're doing this because the president, you know, supports companies and unions and all that stuff. So the sweeping effort is focused on eight battleground states and voters of color who typically don't vote. The investment marks the largest voter engagement and turnout operation in the history of the Service Employees International Union, which claims nearly 2 million members. The campaign will span 40 states and target 6 million voters focused largely in Colorado, Florida, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. So Union President Mary Kay Henry says Trump is systematically unwinding and attacking unions, which we know is not true. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I know. It, it's bogus as it sounds. It it really is happening. So, anyway, let's uh, yeah continue on here. One more story before we adjourn. Great new studies. And awesome inventions. It's time for scientific news. And real quick, I just want to touch on this. I came across this on online here is that uh, there's rumor going around that NASA happened to get a video of a UFO from their uh, space telescope. Well, it turns out that uh, NASA jettisons, you know, it's a retired communications component that was captured. It was freed from the International Space Station, and that's what uh, got on camera. So anybody here that... Uh, NASA got video of a UFO. Well, that's not true. So I just wanted to uh, touch on that. I thought that was very interesting because I, I thought, wait a minute, they got a real UFO? Wow, that's great to see. But no, it's not to be. But anyway, we're out of time right now. Thanks a lot for joining me. Be back on the air very soon with another episode. And to keep you updated on the elections, check out my website. Send me a message. I'll read it on the air. And uh, until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Brian Wallenberg Show. To learn more about Brian and this radio program, head on over to www.brianwallenberg.com and click on Brian Wallenberg Show for contact information and on where you can listen to the show on the Wallenberg Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.